Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside. Hour three, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, just a little bit more before we get to look, because I can fix the NBA All-Star Game, which apparently is the biggest problem in all of sports. Well, you got to fix that. You also have to fix, uh, you know, your relationship, because, I mean, now you're a, a fantasy polygamist. Hey, fan- okay. Kay Adams and I almost got fantasy married. It was a long time ago. I don't know if it's still binding. Chris Ivory scored the touchdown. I don't know. You got to listen to the whole show. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's there. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. See, every time you go, Chris, I am like, I start thinking in my head, don't want to fall in love. <laughs> DJ, clearly, Jason Smith is playing a wicked game here on the radio tonight. With you. DJ. Um, Anthony Rendon. Angels third baseman. Maybe you remember him. He was good four years ago. Then signed a big free agent deal with the Angels and has never played in more than 58 games in a season. Yeah, four straight years. Hurt the entire time. Yeah. Gave a really bad interview today in which he wanted to make sure that he that he that he thumbed his nose at fans by saying, This is not my priority. It's my job. My faith and my family come first, and it's my job. In case you missed it, here's Anthony Rendon saying what you absolutely shouldn't say, especially when you're coming off of four injury-riddled seasons and you've made a lot of money with really no impact in baseball. That's never been a top priority for me. This is a job, so I do this to make a living. Uh, My faith my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time it is. So, Did you, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have baseball? answered your question. So why do you keep picking at it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you technically answered it. <laughs> Thank you. 
So this is Anthony Rendon, who I understand him. I understand when you say my family is a priority, mm-hmm. this is not. There's things you think and there's things that you that you talk about publicly and there's things you think and you don't talk about. Yeah, publicly. he said the quiet part out loud. Yeah, and, and this is a case where all he's done is upset his teammates, upset the fans, upset the organization. Because I'm Artie Marino and I'm like, this guy says baseball is not his top priority when he's been into when I've been paying him thirty million dollars a year for the last four years to play a handful of games. That's it. And he says, Oh, it's his job. Well guess what? He hasn't been showing up at his job for four years. If you want to talk about it being a job, you're the guy that's been on workman's compensation for the past four years. And every time you tried to come back to work, you work one shift, I'm hurt, I gotta go out again. That's who Anthony Rendon is, right? So I get the I get the whole p- part about family. Everybody wants a balance. I want that balance. And I, I get that part of it. But you you're talking about the Angels mean a lot to a lot of people, right? And and they gave you a lot of money. And to sit there and say, I'd rather just thumb my nose at the critics that I don't like. That I don't like the last four years, people have been criticizing me that I can't stay on the field, saying the guy's not worth the $245 million contract that he signed. Of course he's not. But this is where it's a professional athlete. Be bleeping professional, man. Ignore social media, especially when you're not playing. Just go out and play. Don't get into it with a fan who's heckling you. Of course they're going to heckle you. You're making a lot of money and you're not doing anything. You've been on the sidelines for four years. You've had a lot of family time. You've had all this. Just be smart. But no, no, no. I'm mad, so I want to make sure that all you fa- I have a better life than you do my life is better than yours so i'm gonna say this i'm gonna as you said i'm gonna say the quiet part out loud good luck anthony Rendell. whatever happens the rest of the way remember you're the guy that brought this on yeah just you know want to make sure we we get the uh the sentiment is right just make sure we get our years right it's three years because the first year was the the covid shortened year and he did finish 10th in mvp voting okay. he played 52 with a 60 so it's three years Okay. Of abject okay. failure, okay. misery, okay. and a That's continued okay. existence so three years. on okay. the uh, injury But Okay, list. do you think he would have made it through 130 games, 140 games? No, but unfortunately, okay. uh, right. you know, well, look, the Lakers hoisted a championship <laughs> banner, and people Are keep right? trying Not to take that away. No, no, you're the Dodgers right. you're right. hoisted a championship right. banner, and people keep you're trying right. to diminish it. No, you're right. You, you can only do what's on the schedule and what you're charged with that year. But for Rendon, yeah, he, he said the quiet part out loud, and, and now you already have – what is a very combustible situation for the Angels as it is, right? We go back to last year, the debate at the trade deadline with Shohei Otani. Do you trade him while there's still some value? Whatever that gets you back, a bunch of uh, magic beans and a couple of would-be prospects and whatever. No, they went for it. They failed, right? Because Rendon Mm -hmm. and Trout, who was – actually quoted saying a whole lot of nothing today, but <laughs> are you loyal? Do you want to be traded? Well, that would be the easy way out. You, you, don't, you, know, s- you did all that with the, the you violin. You don't say any him. of that if you're happy, if you're happy with how things are going. If you're happy, no, he's unhappy. He's mad. Right. Like, well, you're not on the field. You're still cashing checks, man. But, you still got all this going that's on. It. So for Rendon, you know, he, he says all this knowing Artie Moreno's, you know, stuck between a rock and a hard place. Light, he lost his most valuable guy in Otani mm-hmm. right up the road, and they're waving at him. And yes, he lost him for nothing, as well as all of the Japanese companies that were advertising on signage and on broadcast and all of that. All of that money went away and moved north up the five. So you got that going on. You got Rendon, who can't stay on the field, and you got Mike Trout, who everybody loves, mm-hmm. who has done some historic things. But he can't stay on the field anymore either. No. 
no, right? no. Telling For you, the last five years, he's under 130. How easy, to, even easier to go to Angels games. I could, I'll be able to drive my car and park behind home plate and walk to my seats now. That's how. That's how I, I love going to Angels games. Remember we had Bill on, and that was I what he said. Going to I walked games. right in. Look it up right here. I sit in the <laughs> I sit in the section, and they say, "What do you want? We'll bring you a sandwich." I get a sandwich from Jersey Mike's. Oh my god, it's the best going to Angels games. Could be even easier now. You might even get Rendon to make you a sandwich. <laughs> You know, hey, that might be part of the uh, personal and, services and I, contract. And I want mayo and deli mustard on both sides, right? If you don't put it on both sides, it, it stays a little Both sides? What? Oh, and anyway. it better be here before yeah. the... Uh, you know, first pitch of the ball. Oh, no, no. The, the age, they bring it to you fast. Like, you order five minutes well, later, yeah, here's your sandwich. Well, now you got ah, Ren, you, you added it, Rendon to the equation. Yeah, now you don't yeah, know. Great. Yeah. But yeah, the back and forth with the reporter, just a terrible look. For Artie Moreno, remember he was going to sell the team, <laughs> the exploratory thing? Yeah. The whole time he wasn't doing that. It was all about evaluation play. I got to get out of all these contracts, <laughs> then I can sell the team. So, knowing that going on, all right, we have that. I can now solve the biggest problem in sports. Because clearly, the last 24 hours, the NBA All-Star Game is the biggest problem in all of sports, right? It's awful. Everybody hates it. It superseded anything in the world. The, what are you talking the about? players sports. don't want to play. No one's talking about Trump sneakers. It's all about the NBA All-Star Game. And everybody Sold out at 400 bucks. NBA All-Star Game. Right now, LeVar Ball is going, hey, wait a minute. How did, I, hey, wait I, a minute. How come, how come I couldn't get my the, sneakers? The best joke, though, that went, I mean, there were a lot of them that went around. But it was just <laughs> literally, it's like, literally... Sneaker con, <laughs> and you just leave it at that. Wherever you are politically, it's just a funny play on words. Yeah, I, I bought a pair. I tried balling in them, but all I could do was draw charges. Uh, oh, 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 wow! Frostberg dropped the mic. TJ. <laughs> Woo! So the NBA All Star Game, biggest problem in sports. The game is terrible. The players don't care. They embarrass Adam Silver, who thought, "Oh, we're I wanted really wanted an honest effort. Instead, you got two hundred eleven points by the East." But luckily, I'm not just going to sit here and complain about the All-Star game like everybody else did today. I'll solve it for you. It's very it's very easy to solve the NBA All-Star game. We can't just complain about the complaining? No, it, it's got to solve the All-Star game. Okay. No game. Now, I was a little bit more nuanced than that, but no game. No, that that, no that was my summary statement. No game. It. No game. A lot, some things just need to die. Don't need the game. Don't need the game. And this is why. You look at what the different leagues have done. They have turned their all-star games into all-star weekends, all-star weeks. Mm-hmm. Right? We saw it with Major League Baseball. We're adding the home run derby. Now it's a couple of nights. Great. NHL did the same thing. Skills competitions, everything else, all-star weekend. Okay. NFL, Pro Bowl, same thing. No more game, but we have all these right. things going on. All right, great. The NBA has something even the NFL doesn't when it comes to all-star games. They have all these big-time personalities, larger than life, that are at all-star weekend. And you have tentpole events. The three-point shooting contest, or whether it's Curry and Ionescu, or, and or the slam dunk contest. You have two big-time tentpole events. If you change the NBA All-Star Weekend into this, this works. Think about programming for NBA All-Star Weekend like you would watch programming for a day at the Olympics. I had to get up in the morning and Bob Costas or or Savannah Guthrie or Hodako, wherever's there, saying, hey, welcome to our wall-to-wall coverage. We have 12 hours of coverage uh, coming up right here. We have ice dancing. We have figure skating. We have the United States men's hockey team is going to play Sweden coming up at 12 o'clock. That's going to be carried here. Then we have biathlons. Then we have this. We have that. And what do you do? You tune in and out of the Olympics all day, and you're paying attention to what you want to pay attention to. If the NBA uses... Long distance shootout, slam dunk contest as tent poles on Saturday, Sunday, and you augment it with 
three-on-three tournaments. I'd like to see LeBron and Giannis and Jokic play a three-on-three game against against three other supers against Embiid and Anthony Davis and and Damian Lillard. I'd like to see that. You can have big interviews. You can have Jokic sit down with Luka Doncic. And they can talk about how much they how much they love each other and they're best friends. And they would love to play together and all this stuff. You could have that. You can bring in more players from the WNBA to do fun things. You could bring in college players. There's NIL. You can bring them up and they can do some stuff. NBA All Star Weekend. You can find a way and you can fill the the programming on Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. Hey, we got six hours of wall to wall. We have this, 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 this. Then tomorrow we have this, 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 and this. And it can end with the slam dunk contest. And suddenly now, this is NBA All Star Weekend. It's an event, and no one's going to miss the game. No one will miss the game. But if you have enough fun events around it like that, and you add three on three, you add this, then everybody's going to say, hey, I kind of dig this. I dig this way. And, and you're not going to tune in for everything, but you're going to say, okay, well, I want to see the three-on-three tournament. I want to see the slam dunk contest. I want to see this. And maybe then, if it's a slam dunk contest, you will get bigger stars and not Mac McClung, who's won two contests and played in four NBA games. Right? You might get the stars to come and say, okay, I'll do the slam dunk contest. I think it'll be kind of fun, especially if you get friends to want to do it. Right? Hey, let's both be in it together. All Or you have team slam dunk contests. I think players would like that. So you have two players. We're on a team against another team of two players for slam. Then you get more stars going, oh, if I lose, no one's going to really be mad at me. It's, hey, the team, great, I'll do it. There's things you can do, and you can turn it into a big weekend, and everybody loves it, and you're not going to miss the game. You know what I think you do on, on, a, on a larger scale, and I only say this half in jest, is that we we put those um, green suits on with the ping pong balls. Green man. And we actually make it NBA Jam. Mm. <laughs> and on your TV, it is rendered as those avatars. Do the guys the jump really high like yeah. they do in NBA Jam? No, okay. that's it. All right. Everything is um, magnified. Okay. Shall we say? Look, if we can have an LED court, we can do this. Okay. So now it's All actually, right. you're watching a video game. Brunson and Randall for NBA Jam instead of Starks and Ewing, which is what I had. Okay. Okay. So now we're actually watching the AI I dig that. Okay. version of this. I right? dig that. It's, but, you know, 8-bit or whatever we want yeah. to do with it, we can have fun with it. Nobody wants to do it. You can save it. But it goes back to the, the same thing. If people keep watching, sponsors are still on board. Last year, they got like a 4-6 or 4-7 or something like that. Uh, like 5 million people overall ended up watching it. If the numbers are anywhere near that, add whatever the gambling take is, because that's the other important part that people, whether you want to admit it or not, like I, I saw all the reports of how much gambling revenue was raised in all of these states. We're talking crazy ass money in January. I can't wait to see the February take because you start adding all the Super Bowl money. Like you're, and then all star games. I looked at it yesterday, Jason. I kid you not. Sitting here, I was going to do the show with Jeff Schwartz. I'm like, which of the probably 30 pages of prop bets do we want to go through? Because mm-hmm. it was everything. First score, last score, high score, this, that, the other. Every quarter and, and you every way you can cut up the game, it was there for you. I wonder how much that tallied in terms of online betting uh, and in the state of Nevada. Because really, that's what wins. And it's a, a meet-and-greet, event-driven week anymore. Brand activation, sponsor activations, make goods for all of those things. It ain't going anywhere. I think I should, you should kill it all together and just have guys uh, play game, video games against each other because that would be about uh, as entertaining as what we saw yesterday. That's how you fix it. We fix the All-Star. Fix the All-Star game.
Don't Coming watch. up next, uh, what does our special guest have to say about our idea to fix the All-Star game? What does he see as the future for the rest of this season for the Lakers, other teams competing for the NBA championship? Oh, big second half preview. Keep it right here, Jason and Mike. Happy President's Day, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Tyrac.com studios. Don't forget, if you miss any of our show, our best of podcast goes up right after the show is over. Gets put up on iTunes. You can use iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcast, it's there. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Rate us, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Again, wherever you get your podcast, it's there. iTunes, iHeartRadio app. Again, we're there. We're always there for you. Thank you for your support. Mike and I love putting this content out here for you every single night. So joining us now on the hotline, longtime friend of the show, NBA insider with the LA Times, He's on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. Lakers beat writer. Got some big stuff on LeBron. I said a few minutes ago, I can fix the NBA All-Star game. I gave you my reasons. Dan Wojcicki says, you cannot fix the NBA All-Star game. 
Here's where the irresistible force meets the immovable object. D-Dub, what's happening, bud? Okay, so the answer isn't just add more Knicks, by the way. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Let me, let me cross that off then. Hang on. All right. All right. That was part of his five-point right. plan. Thanks. All right. You yeah. know what? Hey, hey. All right. We'll, we'll get you next week then. I got to fix something else. All right. Okay. We'll call you next week. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Great, so, great hit. So here's my, <laughs> here's my plan to fix the NBA All-Star Weekend. Okay. Think of it like you would watch a day of Olympic programming. Right when you get you get whoever comes on TV for NBC saying hey hey we have USA men's hockey coming up at ten o'clock they have the big game against Russia then we have curling coming up at twelve o'clock sure. we have everything else all the way through and it's a whole day of programming right the NBA All Star Weekend has a lot of great stuff built in that people like whether it's the long distance shootout the Curry Ioneski we have the slam dunk contest if you added fun things that people would like, like three-on-three competitions, I'd like to see Giannis and LeBron and AD play a three-on-three game against somebody. You can add players from the WNBA. Hell, you can add players from college. With NIL, it doesn't matter. They can show up and do some NBA stuff. There's a lot of fun stuff you can add and take advantage of these big-time personalities for interviews and all kinds of things. And if you create a program like that on Saturday and Sunday, yeah, people are going in and out all day, but you have enough entertaining, fun stuff that people are going to watch because really you don't need the game right the the the, you you should have your two tent poles should be whatever you're doing long distance shootout wise on saturday slam dunk contest on sunday that and then you could put put in all kinds of other stuff around it and you save nba all-star weekend oh oh, i mean so your 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 plan for i'm so glad you're not my surgeon or my doctor your plan for saving the nba all-star game is just to euthanize it yes so if you needed something like if you needed a, a bone repaired you're, i would just say let's just get rid of it you're like commissioner kevorkian yeah i just get rid of it, I get rid of it. sometimes about, reference by the way sometimes uh, yeah best way to do it. i'm sorry it's tough uh, hey, okay. I know you play the piano anymore. No, Dad, I'm sorry. I know you have a broken pinky, but I just cut it off. What? Yeah, I cut I it know. off. Sorry. It was problematic. It didn't look good. Ah, yeah, I cut it off. So I think that I am more in line with what you're saying than I'm not. Um, I I still would like to see a couple of more efforts at figuring this out. I, I really think that, honestly, the only real motivator that needs to be out there and fully out there is shame. That's really all it was. <laughs> See, I usually go spite, but shame is a good one. Yeah. Is that, you, you know, um, like, okay, I don't want to throw more money at you guys. Like, I think that is just like a fruit, like that is a eventually, right? Like they're just going to ask for more money to play harder. And then they're going to ask for more money after that to play harder. Okay. So that's not going to be what works. Um, I, I think that, um, and I wrote about this in the times, like, I think kind of the players arguments are all pretty good to be totally honest. Like it is a Anthony Davis said something that I never really fully considered, um, which is that it's hard to sort of half try when you're not used to half trying, right? Like no one really quite knows what to do. Like you're like sort of dancing a little out of rhythm. Like, you know, you've got players that don't want to go like some version of all out. Now, look, there's a difference between say like playoff try and regular season try and even pre preseason try. Um, all-star game falls somewhere way below all of those. And I feel like guys have had a hard time finding sort of that balance, right? Jalen Brown said it. Um, Anthony David said it. Um, I think then there's another factor in all of this too, which is like sort of like, I mean, the modern NBA is like just full of all these guys. I mean, I had one in, one league official that like was like, 
was sitting courtside and was like, he thought guys were trying pretty hard in the first quarter. And then guys start making contested 35-footers. And it's just like, well, what's the point? Like, you, you know, like, like the players are so good, you know, that Damian Lillard casually pulling up from half court and making it isn't, like, special enough anymore. Right? Like, so there's that issue, too. So, I mean... We can talk about different tweaks. Like last night I, uh, in the press room, I, I kind of half-heartedly pitched, well, like, they're shooting too many threes. I don't know. Why don't you just take the three-point line off the court? You know, that'll teach them. <laughs> that'll learn you. <ya. laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you know, like, and it was like, okay, do we want to see that? Uh, probably not. Um, okay, like, you know, well, like, I mean, I think it has to be Shane. And I think I don't know who or – or what could be powerful enough or strong enough? The players, like, are, the players are too powerful, it. Dan. They're too powerful now. I know that's what I mean. They're, well, too, they're look, not going to be shamed into look, anything. Look, <laughs> three of three of the most exciting players under the age of twenty-seven. I'm just, I guess they're going to be under the age of twenty-seven. Jalen Brunson. I wasn't saying Nikola. Yeah, Nikola Jokic, Anthony Edwards, Luka Doncic. Like those three look like they could, like would have rather been anywhere. Well, Luca you know, and, and, and Jokic, I mean, they're going to have a buddy comedy before long. But, like, but, like, but, but you know, look, here's the, the reality. Here, here's my – now, here's where I get sanctimonious. The reality of this is is that um, these players are benefiting, right, from years and years and years of, like, crazy lucrative TV deals, right? These rights deals have gone up and up and up and up. Um, that is still the trend for now. But in a society that is getting even more and more segmented, where the NBA is getting even more and more niche, right? Like, look at local TV ratings. Like, mm-hmm. generally, I think they're up 5% um, this year across the board. But, like, I mean, I think I just read that Portland was down, like, 60%. Right. You know, like, like so, like, this is all on very, very um, unsteady ground. All right? The, the league only has a handful of, like, really marketable events between – Halloween and the start of the playoffs. This is why the in-season tournament existed. And it, I think it largely worked, right? Like I was there, I was covering the Lakers. I was, you know, cursing out Adam Silver when I had to go on the road for five more days during the middle of like a pretty hellacious December road trip. But anyways, it worked like it was exciting basketball. It felt like it mattered. You know, look, I was a little put off by the fact that I've never seen a group of millionaires be so excited about like, you know, 500 grand but still like good for them right like everybody's pretty excited um between, but like then what right you have the christmas schedule guess what the nfl was on christmas too all right and you've got injuries and all these different things and then you put you push forth and then like, the only other thing you really have is you have the all-star game and you have all-star weekend you know you're not going up against the super bowl there's you know I mean, really nothing else on the sports calendar. Apologies to the NHL and PGA. But, like, this this is your opportunity to shine. Like, put out a product that people want to buy. Like, that's to me, that is the shame element, is that the Players Association and the, and the owners have to just be like, well, tell some really hard truths. That's like, you want, you want salaries to keep going up? Like, make it look like you give a bleep. Like that, like that's the only like thing that I can think of. But how, or, how can the players? Or to your point, Jason, or just blow it all up. Yeah, no. Listen, <laughs> or have the trade deadline that weekend. 
Hey, guess what, guys? You could get traded. We're going to ask you about players get traded. I mean, I just can't see where you can threaten the players shame enough because they're too powerful. They're making too much money. You're not going to take it sure. away from them. They've already gone past the point where, hey, look, I, I, was, I don't really care anymore. Yeah, I was kind of like, you know what they should do is like every year that they do this, they should just play it in a progressively colder city. That was the other. That was like my other thing was like, <laughs> you know what, guys? Like, you're going to do this. Guess what? Next year, you're going to Anchorage. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the way you the cut of your jib at Dan Wakey Sports, where you find him in the Twitterverse on X. Uh, I do like the the bringing up of the TV uh, revenues and the next packages that go through. This could shrink. It's good shrink. You be, could be sure. exiled to a random streaming package that's yet unnamed. But uh, let's talk locally. Uh, LeBron, yeah. Bronny. Uh, obviously, Bronny James gets a lot of headlines for his contributions. Uh, where he is as a player, we can all uh, debate that. But what does it mean for the Lakers and LeBron James after the end of this year? I mean, it's a really good question. I mean, I think, you you know, it's always been sort of the stated goal, right, which is to, to have LeBron James play in the NBA with Bronny James. I think um, there has been some interesting interpretation of what with might actually mean over the last year and a half or so. You know, like – in the NBA with Bronny James doesn't necessarily mean in the same locker room as Bronny James. Like that, like that has been sort of floated at times. I think, you well, know, I saw that too, the- Dan, I don't know if you know, but I've, I've saw, see, I'm, I'm a big problem solver and I've solved that too tonight. He's going to go pro after this year because this is the easiest way for the Lakers to get him. They've already talked about they're open to getting Bronny. If Bronny sure. spends the next year in the G League and they play some preseason games together, LeBron clearly is going to play a couple more years because he's not close to being done. This is how it's done, and, he, and, and, the, and the teams will stay away because Bronny's not really a prospect. They're not worried. They're not going to draft him. There because They'll have like this gentleman's agreement that the Lakers will get Bronny because he's not that great, but he'll come out after this year because it's sure. the easiest way for the Lakers to get. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's always been sort of like the A to B to the C of all of this. I will say, like, I mean, it does sort of seem like the Lakers as an organization have taken sort of a harder stand on the, the LeBron James desires over the, the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? I also think that, you know, knowing some people within the Lakers organization, like the, the, the idea of, like, if the Lakers are picking, say, 15th, in the first round, like if they don't really believe that Bronny is close to being worth 15th, there's going to be a lot of people that won't want to do that. And, and I also do think like, I, maybe I'm naive on this one. I do think end of the day, there is sort of a recognition here um, from like the James camp that it's like, you know, what's best for Bronny has got to be like, you know, front and center here. Right. And is, is, is best for Bronny staying in college another year is best for Bronny transferring um, you know, I do think when I talk to evaluators about him, um, you know, he's, he's sort of like the things he's really good at are kind of like the impact winning types of things. You know, he's a good defender. There's, you know, there's some shooter in there, there, but, but really, you know, that he's a good passer. He does like the little things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know, he's on a bad team, like they like, and when you're on a bad team and you're an intangibles player, um, you know, you have games where you play like 14 points in 14 minutes and you score like six points and it doesn't look very pretty. Right. And statistically the numbers are ugly. You know, th- does, does Bronny look differently at Kansas? Like maybe, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I think like, I'm just, I'm just speculating on that front. I don't know if he's transferring or not. I have no, I have no idea. 
Let me but, tweet that you know, out. Dan Wojcicki, Kansas is Bronny's destination. Yeah, <laughs> Dan you know, like, Sports. In, in, in like a portal world, right? Like, mm-hmm. isn't that that's pretty easy to see? I mean, it wouldn't be Kansas; it'd probably be a Nike school of some sort. But like, you, you know, like it's pretty easy to see, um, you know, a, a different path where then you go contribute somewhere else at a better school. You have kind of the full off season that you didn't get this season because of, you know, your cardiac arrest, and then. You know, we run this back next summer when LeBron is an unrestricted free agent again. Like, that certainly is a pathway. I mean, I also think a, another pathway is if he's a real, like, again, you know, one of the things that I've heard, like, people talk about is that, like, you know, like, just even playing in the same game as Bernie James would sort of satisfy the kind of, like, play with his son sort of desires right now. So if that means if Charlotte were to draft Bronny James, like, do I think LeBron runs and sends a contract with Charlotte? I don't. Like, I don't think that's a given. Um, so it's a complicated, it is a complicated thing. I think it was really interesting overall. So we tend to hear LeBron say what he said about, you know, hopefully he finishes his career with the Lakers, that he's happy with the Lakers. Like, these are things, quite frankly, like he has not said. Um, you know, like when given the chance, like we spoke to him in New York um, after the hourglass emoji tweet. You know, and, like, he definitely did not say, like, I mean, he said he didn't know what he wanted to do with his future. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to make it all about him, Dan. No, no, no. Very uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable uncomfortable when they talk about me. (laughs) Hey, so speaking of LeBron, Dan, lastly here, he didn't play the last game before the All-Star break. He's not playing Thursday. He's got treatment going on. He might not play Thursday. He might not play Thursday. He might not. (laughs) What's going on with the treatment that LeBron is getting, has been getting? And, like, is he, like, flying to Germany like Kobe and getting Uh blood and everything? Like, all that? Like, what's what's going on? Yeah. So, I don't think it's, like, I I don't know anything, like, very specific on this. But, like, I do think that, like, you know, we can look to sort of, like, the procedure that D'Angelo Russell received um, ahead of the trade deadline, right? Like, a quick little knee thing. I I, I don't know, a shot of some kind, perhaps, right? And, like, you, you, it's like a maintenance thing. You do it, you miss a game, you come back. Um, I do know that, like, you know, you can look to what LeBron said. Um, yesterday was it yesterday? Yesterday in Indianapolis, where it was like I, I think it was yesterday, guys. I don't have any idea. Um, where where he where he said like basically like you know yeah I'll play in the Olympics if I'm healthy enough. Now keep in mind this is after the same after him talking about this ankle treatment, right? Like he said he's going to get the ankle treatment. He wants to make sure he's ready for the rest of the regular season. So he's like I'm going to play in Paris if I'm healthy. Right. And like, it's sort of like, okay, that's reasonable. And then he said, and as of right now, I'm healthy enough. I'm healthy enough to do it. Right. So like that to me just makes this sort of seem like the kind of thing that like, you know, this is like basically a 39 year old going, going into like, you know, get the tires rotated basically is like how I'm viewing it. Now, um, this has been a persistent issue. Um, it will more than likely be a persistent issue. Like he does seem sort of destined to be perpetually questionable, but um, <laughs> it, it, it is, it is one of the, it's one of the joys guys of uh, what I find to be, I'll be, this is sincere uh, being around the Lakers over the last year and a half, um, watching them try to figure out how to build a team around, like around a 38, 39 year old in his prime star has been fascinating because like in basketball, there's no playbook for it. Um, he's the most win now player of all time, <laughs> you know? Right. So like you can, but like in a league where like people like, 
you know, really have a sincere fear of the middle too, right? Like where you're either kind of like pushing towards a championship in a bigger picture way or, um, you, you know, you're, you're kind of resetting. And um, the Lakers are like hanging on to these like ifs and ands and, oh, well, you know, if we can keep these guys healthy, like we've got a chance, like there are these slivers and, and they're not wrong to do it. Uh, but it is just kind of like you're sort of at the mercy of, I don't know, like this fight with time that you know he'll eventually lose. And um, it's, it's when I, I watch the Lakers through that prism, it makes them, I think, a much more interesting team than when you just watch them as one that says, like, all right, like they just seem like they're just going to be better in the playoffs than they are in the regular season. Um, so let's just kind of let's just kind of get there. His autobiography coming out next month is called Perpetually Questionable. It is Lakers and L.A. Times insider Dan Wojcicki. Dan, as always, buddy, appreciate your time, my friend. Thanks so much. Look forward to talking to you more. Guys, I'm I'm doubtful for tomorrow. I'm just no, going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm <laughs> See you, bud. You're the best, buddy. <laughs> awesome stuff from Dan Wojcicki. Right now we got awesome stuff from Brian Fenley with What's Trending in the Wide World of Sports. Yeah, Jason and Mike, what is trending is that there's not a whole lot of actually games being played in the NBA. Not a whole lot of actually games? You like that? Where'd you go to college? UNC Greensboro. Okay, note to self. Don't yeah. send Zoe to UNC Greensboro. By the way, how, how is your posture doing, Jason? My posture is doing He's just a fine. a bit worried about it. No, I'm, I'm doing just fine. I'm sitting I, back here. I, I swore when I looked at you, I did a double take because yeah. I thought I saw Big Mike. No, no, no. I'm just I'm kind of I'm kind of laying back. Kind of laying back. That's an inside joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That nobody got. So why don't you tell us what's trending? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, so, I'll tell uh, you a joke that six people got, and all of them are behind the camera. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, William Byron applauded as the Daytona 500 winner. He wins that on Fox Television. That wrapped up earlier today, and he's 26 years old. 26 years old, excuse me, repping Hendrick Motorsports, and so he takes the checkers. No NBA games going on, but we did have some college basketball. One involving a top 25 team, a, a pair of them actually. Number two, number two, Houston wins 73 to 65 against number six, Iowa State. And that was the only game that involved the top 25 team, although there was a major brawl that broke out. It was somewhat similar to something like you'd see out of WWE head-to-head, where you had a post-game handshake line between Texas A&M Commerce and Incarnate Word, and all of a sudden guys are running at each other, throwing haymakers at one another, and the, the fight goes into the stands, it goes all across the court, lasts a few minutes, and guys were getting decked left and right and with that let's get it back to two guys who uh never get decked yeah. because they're always at the top of their games jason smith and mike Harmon. thank you brian Fenley. i will not deck you uh coming up next <laughs> i don't know which basketball coach really i don't likes to make excuses more i thought one guy was the uh, answer but now wait a minute we oh got boy. somebody else that's a new next. contender fox Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And it's almost like we had a contest this weekend. What basketball coach loves excuses the most? Now, the first one I'd say, and you would say, okay, Doc Rivers, right? No, it's Doc. Well, Doc, you're talking about Cabo. Right. Yeah. And also yesterday was uh, did an interview and said, you know, I wasn't supposed to take the job until after the All-Star break, right. but they wanted me to start early. Oh, yeah. So I'm three. That's why I'm three and seven. I wasn't quite ready to take the job. That's why we stink since the All-Star. So it's not my fault because I don't want the job until now. But we're doing some things defensively and all that. Can no. I just say this? I mean, I'd, come I, on, I'd man. fire him as soon as that, on, those words left his lips. I wasn't supposed to take That's the just job. Absurd. It's not my fault. You can't blame me. I'm, a whole, I'm only the head coach. Can't blame I'm only the head coach. They offered you the, the contract. Very sizable amount of money. They said, hey, Doc, come on in. This is when we need you to start. You said, okay. That's it. I bet they would have liked him to start later because they would have won more games, and now they would have started losing. So they wouldn't be three and seven their last ten. They're probably eight and two in their last ten. They've gone in trending well into the break. Yeah, before (laughs) all hell broke. I mean, you you saw Brooklyn wait until the break. They would have had forty wins by the break. I don't know. Now, now you start losing games. A place where they needed a new coach. They waited till the break. So you have Doc Rivers, and now you have St. John's head coach Rick Pitino, who doubled down on all the wildfire he laid down a day ago. Ripping his team, his St. John's team, after a loss, saying, quote, our lateral quickness and our toughness is something I've never witnessed in all my years of coaching. We are so non-athletic, we can't guard anybody without fouling. He went on to say that this is the most unenjoyable time he's ever had as a head coach. St. John's has lost eight out of their last ten games. He was supposed to revitalize. I love the hire when it happened. Patino, the garden, yes, do it. But now here he is saying, oh, my team stinks. We're not athletic, all of these things, and we're not winning. He talked to Newsday on Monday newspaper in the New York area, and said he truly wasn't ripping anybody. He said, ah, I was just pointing out in a monotone voice why we lost. I was not ripping anybody. I sometimes want my players to hear my words and read my words. That was my intention. Okay, so 
you wanted players to hear that, but you weren't criticizing That's them. That's right. So why would you want them to hear it if you weren't criticizing them? It's a good them? motivational speech of, what a load we're of crap, not performing man. to the level of expectations. What a load of crap by St. Joe. I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, this is this is a case where this is your team. Yeah, I know you jumped in. It's your first year. No one's saying you're terrible. You started out great, right? They started 12-4. and four. They had some big wins, right? They beat Villanova. They beat Providence. They beat Utah. Oh, yeah. But now, right, okay, things jump. are coming back to it a little bit, and they're strong. Okay, it's the first year. No one expects them to come in and say, hey, I'm, I'm running things in year one. But now here is, oh, yeah, my players are not athletic. Most unathletic I've ever had. It's so unenjoyable. Dude, that, what, what, I mean, so, so what are you saying? What, what are you saying? You want to quit? You're saying it's not your fault? What, what, what are you saying? This this collapse of a season is not on me. My The players are non-athletic. I don't know who likes excuses more, Doc Rivers or Rick Pitino. I got to still say Doc because Doc continues to roll them out. Haven't heard a lot of excuses from Rick in the last couple of years, before them, yeah. tons of excuses. But, like, at least he's been kind of dry with excuses no, the last couple of years where Doc has been pretty consistent with them. You sound like you're, um, you're trying to give him a, a choice of which way he wants to go. You know, the yeah, do you want to quit or do you want to, what do you want? Red or... Bottle of <laughs> Yeah. The, look, it's the... <laughs> Cold beer, hot lights, TJ, my sweet romantic teenage nights. <laughs> Nicely done, uh, but just the the idea of it's the hard that is what makes it great, right? Wasn't that the uh, the uh, not for Rick Pitino? Not for Rick Pitino. I want it to be easy. I want wins to be easy. I want to just throw guys out there I, you know, and win. So, sometimes years are, are more work, right? You don't walk in with a, a ready made cast of characters or where the nil money is flowing and all those systems are in place. Guess what? You got more building to do here. Uh, before you get to that level, if you can get there at all. And I think back to years of uh, listening to late night radio where it was, who the hell wants to watch St. John's? (laughs) (laughs) It's too bad, man. Look, they were rock stars in the 80s and early 90s, man. And now here's Rick Pitino saying, oh, yeah, yeah, so unenjoyable. A table for one. (laughs) I'm still going to give it to Doc, though. Going to give it to Doc. Hey, more on the NBA All-Star game and plus... We have another big LeBron topic to get to, Fox. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy... Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. 
eligible items only, exclusions apply.